Welcome to the Curious Creators Podcast, the place which allows you to explore your imagination, creativity, and listen to expert insights from the world of art and design. Welcome to the Curious Creatives Podcast, sponsored by Rex and Glindor University. I'm Adele Phillips, and today joining the conversation, Max Sarin, a Finnish cartoonist who worked on Giant Days, an Eisner award-winning monthly comic created by John Allison and published by Boom Studios. Hi, how are you doing today, Max? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm very, very good. Now I've got uh, got you to talk to. So um, I think that the easiest thing to do would be for the listeners to um, to sort of hear a little bit more about uh, about you. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about um, what else you do? Um, maybe how would you describe your job? I do comics digitally, so I sit approximately 18 hours of the day in front of my computer and and the rest of the time I spend my time with my girlfriend and our pets so it's really nice and boring life which I do prefer (laughs) you say you say boring but I think that's kind of uh you just described the life that most people want I think to be honest I said I said uh I I use the term boring but it's like um in a good positive way it's like very con uh, very content very content life um so what what would you describe your average average week uh what does it consist of uh, it all depends on what is going on at the moment i am doing harlequin eat pang eat bang kill tour for DZ, so it's mostly like um, every day, all the all the time, just doing my best to finish pages. So I draw a lot. So I wake up when I wake up. <laughs> mostly at um, it depends on our dog. We have a white German Shepherd named Vitti, and he wakes us up in the morning and the morning starts there and I just go to my computer after taking him for a walk and then I just draw mostly. <laughs> um, it's worth, because um, obviously the, the listeners um, don't know quite how beautiful uh, your dog is, absolutely fantastic. I remember seeing um, photos uh, of, um, of them as a puppy and they're huge now. So them waking you, you up in the morning must be quite an, an escapade to be honest. Uh, it's quite alright because they, well, no, it, it is an escapade. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way around it. Just like the moment he realizes you have uh, opened your eyes, he just goes berserk. <laughs> He's a, he honestly he looks like a wolf. Huge. Um, and I, I think this might uh, sort of sidelining a little bit. Um, in terms of uh, being a comic artist and having pets, is that something that uh, comes quite easily? Is it a case of you just have to uh, shut them out when they're trying to, well, not chew on your homework, but chew on your, your comic pages or are they quite well behaved? Uh, they are quite well behaved, but sometimes our youngest cat, Emily, uh, keeps um, reaching out for me and trying to get on my lap while I draw. So I just have to hold him like a baby and just keep drawing as I do it. And he's he he's like that. He's quite easy. But then there is Viti and Viti 
For some odd reason, my lovely girlfriend decided it was a good idea to give him a magazine when he was a pup. And he ripped it. And with me being a comic artist, now we have to just keep him away from all the paper because he's like this shredder. Wow. So uh, essentially you don't have to pay for a paper shredder. He just uh... No, no. He, he eats everything. Wow. Um, that's, uh, well, I mean, like I said, I, I can imagine there being lots of um, fun instances um, around the house with the pets. Um, one of the things uh, I was actually going to bring up that you kind of touched up, you actually touched on a little bit, um, was about being a, a traditional and a, a digital artist. Um, because, well, I think when we were starting out, um, digital media, uh, was really starting to develop in a way that artists really liked. So uh, I actually see many artists, especially younger artists, with iPads instead of your your regular sketchbooks. Um, I guess how how do you feel about this as a as a primary digital artist in in your sort of day job? Uh, I think uh, having digital materials or media. To work with is way easier for a person who's a perfectionist or for example I just I just uh, learned that I got an ADHD mm. which uh, makes concentrating on a work really hard and having digital media uh, helps me to work I have more consistency on my work when I do it digitally. If I had to do this traditionally, I would still be on first issue of Giant Days because, well, well, Adel knows, you know, that I am notoriously slow artist when we met because Adel, you, you, you kept uh, filling up sketchbooks and I was like, what? What? No. <laughs> I just couldn't get anything finished and I just doodled on random papers and, yeah, never get, got anything done. So digitally, I get more done and everything stays organised. See, uh, yeah, I think in terms of um, organisation, it's it's something that works quite well. Um, I'm not going to lie, those those sketchbooks I kept filling up now uh, literally just take up so much room in the in the in the cupboards and uh, on my bookshelves. Um, in in terms of um, using a, a sketchbook out and about, do you do you still do that? I, I remember you used to. Yeah, I still do. Uh, I always carry a sketchbook with me because the. Plus side of having the traditional media is that you don't need a battery. I suppose uh, leads on to my my next question um, about so so you live in Finland, um, which is an absolutely beautiful place. Um, I was very lucky enough to see Finland uh, when I went to see you, although it, it was a fair few years ago now. Um, two thousand and third, two thousand and eleven, I think. My God, do you remember? <laughs> No, it was surfing, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, it's no pressure to go back out then. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's it's a very beautiful uh, country. Um, I I wanted to ask you. Um, there was a lot going on at the time 
with the comic scene in Finland, you were quite uh, involved in that. Are you still very involved in this or? Uh, I'm less involved, but I know, I know people, I know people. <laughs> because the circles in here are quite small. So if, if you know one comic person, you most likely know everyone because everybody knows enough people to have the circle finished in the end. So, um, for example, when I when Giant Days won the Eisner Award, everyone knew it, mm-hmm. and I never told anyone. <laughs> oh, really? No, but everyone knew. But Finland is a funny place in that way because, for example, I was asked to a presidential ball. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I went to the president's castle and met the president because of the Eisner Awards. <laughs> I think that explains a lot about our country. Do you know? I, I think I, I think I've seen a photograph of that. Are you in a suit? Yeah. Yes, I have seen that. I did wonder what that was for, actually, because it did look very formal. <laughs> yeah, it was very formal, and uh, I wouldn't. I only went there because I wanted to have. I wanted to show out all the comic artists in Finland because the suit I had had pictures from all the comic artists in Finland. Well, not every one of them, but as many as I could get, I wanted to, uh, I printed out on, um, I I can't find the word. Also, uh, I apologize for my accent is, I haven't spoken in English for a very long time now, so it's quite horrid. Yeah, no, no, it's actually, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Um, there's uh, the, the the few times you uh, you taught me how to say a couple of words in Finnish, which I will not butcher, um, because I just, I find it so difficult, and it is a really lovely, lovely language. But yeah, you're doing absolutely fine, honestly. Um, I can't... Uh, I, I can't do Finnish, I'm afraid. So, uh, so we're just, uh, just going to... Well, Finnish is one of the hardest languages in the world, I've heard. I can imagine. Um, yeah, I, I, there really isn't that much I could do to uh, to even try and imitate it. So uh, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> well, I can give you a really quick lesson, lesson on Finnish greetings and saying goodbye in Finnish. Well, um, if possible, I'd like us to maybe finish on that. Uh, I think that'll be a nice little finisher. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Um, so, uh, so well, there we go. You've been very, very busy since we last spoke then. Um, you said that you printed out lots of um, your fellow comic artists' work. And what did you do? Did you did you hand it out or did you no, put it on the or? Uh, uh, I had a tailor do the jacket for me and they um it was this kind of printed printed paper that you can uh, yes. iron yes on a clothing so the jacket is like just full of ironed in pictures fantastic i think that's uh like I said it's been a while since i'd seen that photo but i remember you looking extremely dapper um and I would wondered what that was for. I didn't realize it was uh, to see the, uh, what, what was it, the the, uh, the Finnish president, was it? Yeah. Wow. Independence Day ball. Oh, wow. Um, and did your girlfriend go with you? or? 
No, I went by myself because at the time my girlfriend was still in the closet. Uh, uh. And, but yeah, it was, uh, I'm not a party person, but because of the comic community, I wanted to go. And the comic con community were like, yeah, you go there. <laughs> they even bought me um, shoes because I only had sneakers. <laughs> you can't really go to a ball in sneakers. I think I think if anybody could try, you you probably would have tried at least. I would have. Yeah, I know. I think that was them trying to stop you. <laughs> yeah, even with the jacket, because it, it was um, it's a bit frowned upon if um, a person who is signed female in birth goes in anything but a dress. It is a bit frowned upon, but. Everyone was just like, yeah, you go, you you do what you do. We don't care. <laughs> I think, um, so this this actually leads me on to um, to what you're working on at the moment, which is the, um, this is the Harley Quinn comic, Eat, Bang, Kill, Tour. Um, and in that, um, it's very interesting because it, it's actually um, published by DC, uh, I believe, and it's... Um, looking at the relationship between Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy um, and their queer relationship uh, based on uh, the animated, um, it's the animated series, isn't it? Yeah. And um, were you quite surprised when they approached you about this? How, how did they approach you? They sent me an email and with wet, which went to junk mail first, and I then <laughs> just click like, "Hello, Max, would you like to come to work on a project with us?" Love DC, and <laughs> I actually hope it was signed off. Love DC. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Unfortunately, not. But and I was just like, they got the wrong person. Oh, this this has to be the wrong person yeah. because previously I had. My girlfriend had told me, like, you have to apply for places. And I just said, oh, I, ca I can't apply to DC or Marvel because, I mean, my style wouldn't fit them at all. But then they just contacted me by email and said, hey, you want to come and work with us? And I was like, yeah. That's fantastic. Please, yeah. But, so that essentially, that kind of leads us into that idea of the imposter syndrome that so many artists really struggle struggle from. Um, and not just artists, creatives in general. And, and uh, yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, if you sort of had DC contact you, especially when it went to your junk mail, um, you know, you probably would have been thinking, All right, this is someone's idea of a joke right now. Um, so so uh, did they say exactly what they wanted you to work on uh, in the email or was it just that you spoke about that with them after? Uh, I spoke with them after uh, by email again because I am uh, a bit hesitant on phone calls and all of that sort of things, especially with my accent. And I keep babbling a lot, as you, as you may know. But, uh, yeah, they didn't tell me what they wanted. They didn't tell me what the project was. And I was just like, yeah. Sign me up. I have no idea what they want, but yeah, sign me up. And uh, later on, I heard that, um, what's his name? Peter or Mark. Well, one of the show's producers, Shoemaker, Shawmaker. I'm really bad with names. 
said that he wanted me to be in the team and I'm really taken by that because it was really nice to hear that somebody liked my work. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's uh, anybody hearing something like that. Um, it's a really good feeling. Um, so I'm assuming then they, they must have seen your work on Giant Days. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you'd been working on that for quite a while, actually. Uh, I, worked it, I worked on it for four years. Gosh, was it really that, that long? Yeah. Four years and then Wicked Things. Yeah, let's talk about Wicked Things. Um, so how um, how did you make the transition from Giant Days to Wicked Things then? Uh, John asked me to. Uh, he said, oh, Max, you want to draw this? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because I think uh, I doubt I will never find uh, a funny writer like John or a writer as talented and funny and kind as John is because he's an absolute angel and his stories are really good. I, I think that um, he's actually really good at getting the audience to really um, to to really think about what the characters' um, motivations are uh, and and just really empathize with those characters. Yeah, with Wicked Things, it was really unfortunate that we didn't get to finish it. But at the time, uh, we were both really, really um, burned out, I think, because John felt really bad and I felt like, oh, my God, I should just quit comics altogether. <laughs> wow. Um in fact, let, if if you don't mind, um, let's talk a little bit about that um, because this this is something that I think we need to talk about more as creatives. Is this idea of just how much pressure um, we put on ourselves uh, and our crafts, uh, whether that's comics or, or um, ceramics illustration? I think it's really easy to be very uh, difficult on our on ourselves and get burnt out. Um, you know, how, how do you really come back from that? Is it something that you have to take time out or, you know, uh, can't afford to? Or I have a few friends that uh, burned out and they are still burned out uh, after years and years of trying to get better. But for me, it was, um, I did burn out a few times, but for me, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still sick in a way. I'm still really burned out and I need a lot of time to do the comics. And thank God I have really, really good editor at DC who understands my situation. But I think it's mostly like I go to therapy uh, once a week for two hours and it has helped a lot. The ADHD medication helped me a lot personally. And, but I think the most important thing is to try to relax to anyone out there who is beating themselves up. You can just like put down the whip or belt or whatever you have on yourself and just try to try to remember that you are a precious person. 
Yeah, I I watched this Vain Elämä series in television, which is the only TV series I watch, and it's about these um, music artists, singers, and songwriters who gather around and do each other's songs. They make ver- versions of the the other one's songs. And in there, I hear a lot about the imposter syndrome and burnouts. And yeah, it's really, really universal for creative people. Yeah, that's um, that sounds quite quite nice, actually, having a, a rendition done um, of your own work and seeing how somebody else interprets it. It's an um, amazing series. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds it. Um, it's, um, I, I think that, it's something that we need to talk about more um and hopefully people are starting to realize just how much uh, and let's let's be honest um being a comic artist as you said in your own words you're sort of glued to a computer for what was it did you say 18 hours um, yeah. and and just sort of zoning out and sometimes there is that moment you zone out when you do your artwork and it really is a wonderful place to be um and sometimes it can be very lonely um and almost when you're only stuck with yourself um you know your greatest critic uh then it it can get quite um quite a difficult place to be um so i i really appreciate you uh sharing that with us actually um i think hopefully it's um reached out to somebody um just knowing that they're not they're not on their own yeah and i also hope that they do remember that there is a world outside there is no reason for you to kill yourself over your creation because the creation can't live without you if that is any help for anyone out there i mean that's that is a good point um well on that note of just sort of remembering there's a world out there, um, the last couple of years for, for many creatives have been very difficult. Um, you know, businesses have been suffering. Um, and even just sort of, like I said, um, those people that had situations where they could go to uh, studios or offices, you know, and it's just they're staying at home or maybe they're cut off from family that they would normally see. Um, now, I think... I found myself going outside a lot more uh, that luckily there's a park by us. Um, did you do anything similar to this or? Uh, well, in Finland, we didn't have as, as strict lockdown as in UK. I think you had way more stricter. And because in Finland, we are used to social distancing. We are born with a gene that tells us to keep at least one and with away from other people. <laughs> yeah, marriage is really difficult for us because then we just have to stand side by side <laughs> and say, yes, I do. And it, that's the most thing that Finnish speak to each other. And then, and then you want the- yes. I think think, uh, well yeah. I mean maybe that's what I'm doing wrong, clearly. Um I mean but- But yeah, uh, I do go out a lot. Uh, I go to the park and I know that many of my friends suffered a whole lot about the COVID. Mm. And um, they lost job opportunities. And also my girlfriend lost her job because of the COVID. Mm. But 
for me personally, it's nothing has changed because I am a recluse. Yeah, well, I suppose um, the nature of your job as well. Um, you haven't really needed to go out to work um, in a in an office or anything, so it's it's pretty much been quite similar, apart from maybe, um, like you say, people around you um, sort of having difficulties. Yeah, and I've been worried about people in other countries, of course, because I have. Um, acquaintances in many places and I have you and Jane especially in in UK and Jack, Jack of course that I have to worry about but I think that you are all such smart adults that you survive easily. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as um I quite like that you've called me a smart adult <laughs> you are a smart adult <laughs> I have to remind myself sometimes um so um, I want to talk a little bit about your uh, your uh, character design work. So um, just going back onto the topic of your work um, with DC, I-, I think since I've known you, you've always been very successful with your character designs. You've always sort of um, imbued them with this real energy um, that I-, I very rarely see uh, recreated uh, quite to the, the same effect uh, as what you do. Um, so I just wanted to um, to ask you, I suppose, what what do you feel like you bring to uh, to DC? What does your work bring in that sort of vast library of of different artists? I hope I bring humanity in that way. When you, I I don't usually bribe myself in any area of my life or my talents but I do what I practice to pride myself in that way that when you look at my characters you know how they are feeling and that's lovely that's uh, a really that is exactly what I would say looking at your artwork yeah because I think uh there are there are there are so many people who are so really darn good with uh, action or anatomy or any sort of thing but uh but and and I know that I can't that they have their um strength area and they can bring that on the table but I can bring a person who is happy or sad and you can know it without reading yeah yeah I I definitely uh, agree with you on that point um you it's really something that we've had a conversation about uh before which is this idea of um really um exaggerating uh those emotions and, and not being of course anatomy and things like that are very important yeah. um but i do think that sometimes if you get too bogged down on that sort of stuff it becomes very stiff and so you have a real fluidity to your characters they sort of well i mean you pushed it to the extreme they're they're sort of um very uh I'd almost say quite stretchy sometimes. I, I quite like that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I do hope that, and I still wish they could be more expressive, but I think it's for all of us that we are slowly, all of us are slowly getting uh, on the bike for the first time. Even if we thought that we could uh, ride that bicycle already, we are still on our training wheels. 
Yeah, I don't actually think mine ever came off, admittedly. No, no, never. <laughs> they're still on there. You just thought that you got them off, but oh, they're seconds. Yeah, they, they sort of get patted on the back. Yeah, you're fine now. They're fine. Then you forget to turn around and they're actually still on there. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, Um. we were we were talking a little bit about... um you know, uh, when you were talking us through your sort of daily routine uh, and you mentioned a couple of things um, that you're sort of interested in at the moment. Are there any other, um, do you read any other comics or is it primarily other media that you're looking at? At the- I read so many comics and I love <laughs> comics. Comics are amazing. And for example, I love my giant nerd boyfriend. You can find it online. And Rick's Beat Road. Wyoming it's amazing and there are so many oh I love this one comic which is my life as a loser which I do recommend you to check out because it's it's fun and I only now recommend um more slice of life or funny comics because I enjoy reading them myself I'm an avid horror fan but finding a good horror comic is really hard yeah yeah I I uh do you know what let's talk a little bit about that because um ever since I've I've known you you've been uh very into horror and I too absolutely adore uh horror games and um in particular uh in terms of comics I think my first sort of horror comic was Tommy uh by I think it's Junji Ito Ito, yeah yeah oh wow absolutely fantastic and that's a really interesting comic to talk about because you see from the very first volume how he gets better at his craft Uh, yeah have you seen the trailer for his animation I have not oh my god you have to YouTube it and you will well, I can't say this in pro- podcast, but you will really like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like your choice of words there. <laughs> uh, I will definitely give that a go. Um, absolutely love his stuff, especially. I think the reason I I bring him up as well is he is very very good at doing short horror comics. Yeah, self-contained. Uh, they work. I, I think sometimes people try to overcomplicate their horror. Yeah, and it gets lost. Uh, and there is another man- manga, but I can't remember the name, but they have like two-page short horror stories, which are excellent. And they there's nothing like happening really there. And uh, I'm a fan. The reason I can't find good horror comic is because too many times it's just, um, you know, um, violence, adult entertainment. <laughs> Yeah, I um that's I, I think there becomes a sort of it becomes not scary and just grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get but, you. But for example, Deep Dark Fears is a really lovely book. Uh it's also short horror stories. And then um in Webtoon you can find quite a lot nice horror stories as well, like uh Sweet Home. It has graphic things in it but it's not it doesn't have as much as some others do I did enjoy the story of it I think um I'm, I'm actually really pleased because there's a lot of um other comics we've touched on there um that people can who are interested can have a look at um and uh I, 
actually on this sort of note about being creative and keeping yourself motivated, um, we had conversations where in the past you would draw while you had uh, horror let's plays on. Uh, do you still do that or is that? Yeah. Um, oh, you do? <laughs> I still do. Uh, nowadays, I I can't do that as much because of the, because of the, well, when you have the breakdown, uh, when you have the burnout, your creative energy is shared by all the aspects of your brain. So you can't even focus on your work if you want to listen to the, or watch the Let's Play uh, horror games. Mm, so you, you find yourself um, difficult to, I, I think, so I, I cannot, that under no circumstances can I um, draw and watch something at the same time. Um, if it's meant to be a, you know, where I need to think about composition, or um, you know the panel in and make sure all the um, the perspective things like that need my extra attention. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that I don't really watch them as I work anymore. I listen to them. Ah, and but I mostly prefer nowadays to listen to scary podcasts like No Sleep. Yes, yeah, I, yeah they have such good stories. Mm, I think that's something that may be um, quite drawn to narratives. Um, I vaguely remember you talking about a podcast um, to me where you were getting chased by zombies and that was what you, you used to exercise. Is that- yep, uh, it's uh, Zombies Run and I still do it because, <laughs> as said, I am a horror horror junkie, but I do prefer my horror to be psychological. Uh, yeah, you know. like psych- psychological. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm actually really proud of myself that I managed to say that word and not fumble it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hard word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not the most eloquent, so I do apologize to the listeners. Um, so, you are. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so, uh, so yeah, um, it, I'm actually really pleased to, uh, to still hear that you've still got that interest of horror. Um, one of the things uh, I'd like you to talk a little bit about um, is: do you do you um, do you want to create your own horror comic? Or yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was absolutely. To the point. <laughs> <laughs> the only downside of it is that uh, I found myself stuck in a loop. Uh, I have. Well, we touched this earlier, but I said a perfectionist here. Well, at least a uh, uh, former one. But I used to start at least, I've, I've started approximately 17 horror comics. 17. And they all end, end up being just like two pages, which I will redraw seven times <laughs> and they never get anywhere. So I am better at uh, drawing stories for other people. But I do really want to, when I'm 70, I want to do my horrible, 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 scary stories for everyone to watch and scare. <laughs> and uh, I'll be first on that scene. I absolutely love horror um I, I think that's probably why um why I like being your friend <laughs> yeah. 
Um, one of the many, many reasons. Um, so unfortunately, uh, I could actually talk to you for hours and hours, um, but uh, that's, that's not possible on this podcast. So um, I'd like to uh, just ask you, um, just to finish on, um, I mean, you've actually given us quite a bit of advice um, on this podcast, which has been amazing. Is there any last sort of little tidbits that you'd like to um, give advice uh, for anyone considering being a, a comic artist like yourself? For anyone who wants to be a comic artist, whatever I may say to you, you are already doing amazing job. Just remember it. And I think many people laugh at the live, love, laugh phrases. But I think live, love, and laugh, even if it's a really, um, what it's called, tacky in a way, mm. but it, ha- it has a really good um, message. And I think you should put that on your craft. Yeah, live with it, love it, and laugh with it. That's really lovely. That's a, that's a nice sentiment. Um, I, I like that. Thank you. Um, okay. So, uh, thank you very, very much for listening to the Curious Creatives podcast sponsored by Wrexham Glendore University. Uh, your host has been Adele Phillips uh, with our wonderful guest, Max Sarin. And don't forget to check their social media platforms out and grab yourself a copy of their newest work, Harley Quinn, Eat, Bang, Kill, Tour. And their uh, website, maxsarin.com. Thank you very much, Max. Thank you, Adele. <laughs> if you've enjoyed today's discussion, don't forget to follow this podcast for free on your podcast app of choice and avoid missing out on any future panel discussions. Keep up to date with us via social media at Art Design Wales. And we will see you next time.